Hi and hello. Uh, today I'm going to jump right in. We're going to take a page straight from the Fly Ladies website because in complete transparency, these past few weeks have been really hard on me uh, emotionally, physically, and mentally. So I decided to really touch base with what kind of gave me the idea for the whole podcast in the first place, the Fly Lady Method. So in addition to daily routines and weekly focus areas on her website, she also shares monthly habits to focus on. And I'll admit, um, I've never really gone too deep down the with the monthly habits. But I was actually pretty excited to see that October's habit was to tackle paper clutter. So I am going to share three categories that are from her list of categories of paper clutter that you may want to handle or think about, look around and see what kind of maybe might be a project for you. I also really wanted to take the time to emphasize that I am in no way affiliated with the Fly Lady in any way other than I try to follow some of her methods in my own day-to-day life and I just wanted to share a bit. Uh, You can find her complete list and article on her website, which I will go ahead and leave in the show notes. My number one tip though, straight out of the gate, is to look at your paper clutter one area at a time, whether that means one specific area of your home, of your room, one category. Uh, You can organize items if you want and take on one category at a time, like quite literally just chunk by chunk. Or me personally, I'll just take on one kind of decent sized pile and deal with whatever happens to be in there. Uh, Take the time to figure out whatever system really works best for you and the time that you have available to really commit and just kind of jump in and do what you can. And try not to let yourself get too overwhelmed with it. If you need to step away, step away, take a breath, come back when you're ready. Um, But I have found that these following categories are pretty easy to make a dent in when you just kind of have a ton of clutter, paper-wise specifically, that you don't really know where to get started. And it's they're they're my biggest offenders so if I make any dent in it it looks like I made great progress. I'm gonna go ahead and jumble two categories that she had together on this first one and that is newspapers and magazines. I personally don't receive the newspaper but you know some people do and it might be a good thing to look at together with magazines. but magazines were actually a really big problem in my house for a while. And it's it was a really funny problem to have because it's one magazine specifically, and it's a cooking magazine. And because my husband's a chef, I've never really thought anything of it. It wasn't something that I really felt the need to question be- that it was coming. Had no problem with him getting that subscription. 
And it wasn't until we started getting final notices, like asking about renewing. So I would ask him, are we going to renew this subscription? He says, no, no action needed then, right? No. The magazines have never stopped coming and this has been going on for a few years now. And I've even gone onto their website, created an account to like manage the subscription. And it says it stopped. There's no money coming out of any of our bank accounts. But every single month there is a new magazine. So needless to say, that's led to quite the collection. And as well-intentioned as I like to be, um, thinking that I'll someday have the patience and skill to really wow my husband with a new fancy recipe, it has never happened. <laughs> so I've had to go through our very nice collection in waves because the, there was just so many. And there, there are some that I really do tell myself again and again, I'm going to go through that. I'm I'm not, there's some things I can rip the bandaid off and getting rid of huge amounts of stuff like that is not, that's not my strong suit. So luckily once I was able to go through there, kind of purge some of them, I was able to find people online who were actually interested in them. So that helped me feel a lot less wasteful about it. So if you have a similar guilt with getting rid of things like magazines, uh, you can definitely put some feelers out, see if anyone be interested in them. I've heard like you can donate them to doctor's offices and stuff like that. I'm not sure how to go about it, but it's something that you may want to look into. And also don't feel bad if you just need to throw those bad boys out in the recycle. Sometimes things have just got to go. ASAP, no time messing around with all the, the back and forth that comes with listing anything online because me getting my, those magazines out of my house was not, was not a super easy process. You'd think it would be. Giving away something for free, come pick it up, bam, it's yours, wonderful. It, it took a while. <laughs> And up next is junk mail. I have really tried to put my foot down with myself. I try not to let this stuff even come in my front door in the first place. Anything like ads and coupons, they go right into my outside recycle bin as soon as I grab them from the mailbox, if I can help it. Uh, as much as I tell myself, I could totally do couponing. I just always forget about them and they expire and I have to throw them away anyways and then I feel guilty because now I really want whatever I was keeping that coupon for because suddenly I'm reminded of it. I am a child. <laughs> so I like to just toss those right away. Spam email like credit card applications and stuff like that. I'll bring them inside and I have a folder specifically um, on my wall in my little hanging thing that of things that I need to shred. So I might not always get around to shredding them right away, but I know whenever I do have time, anything that is in that folder can go, can get shredded, guilt-free. I have another folder for 
filing stuff that I should really reevaluate as well, but that's not this category. And to be completely honest, I'm not even talking about that category at all. I'm not talking about papers that I actually keep and file that I really should, I really need to go back through them and kind of reevaluate what I'm keeping. But instead, I'm going to talk about office supplies. And when I say that, I mean folders, binders, notebooks, stuff that even technically isn't really paper, like binders, not really paper, but for me, this has been a problem for a really long time. This is another thing that I have to go through in waves. Like I've accumulated a nice little collection over the years of my life and I have an attachment to them. I feel like it's part of who I am for some reason. And I just have to go through and get rid of little by little, little things. Because I honestly have so many half full journals and notebooks. And I've had a lot more in the past. So I know I've made good progress. Uh, I, I personally, I just love a good pen to paper moment right until my hand cramps up and all my feelings are right there on the paper. I feel done. I've tried typing it. It's not the same for me. I don't know. But it eventually becomes literal baggage for me because with moving as much as I've been moving in the past few years, I've really realized that I'm just lugging these books around. And some of them I've noticed, like, I get to a point, I come to some realization in my writing, and I'm like, oh, nope, I just, for some reason, it just causes a block. I don't want to use that notebook anymore. <laughs> so I've eventually convinced myself, like, I can get rid of, you know, okay, these planners are expired. Yeah, I had great ideas for how I was going to be able to reuse them um, because obviously most of my pages are always empty. <laughs> Maybe not always, but I'm just throwing myself under the bus there. But to really take the time and look at all the things that I've been moving and moving and moving. I've told myself like, oh, as long as I can just fit them all in this one box. Then I realize I'm carrying around this huge box, house to house, full of just miscellaneous stuff, binders that I have a plan for, that I'm going to put everything in writing because sometimes it's easier for me to think, you know, pen to paper, like I said, and I just never use them or it never sticks. And so little by little, I've been able to chisel away at my collection and it is still one box and but it is I think it was the size of a toaster box this time this last move that's my box of my own personal journals planners binders stuff like that it all fits into a toaster box and I'm okay with that for now I'm fine with that collection I'm I'm hopefully I'll get to the point where I can let even more go 
but right now I like where that's at. I'm comfortable with that amount. I think it's really interesting that I I felt I really thought I was doing well with my paper clutter situation, especially once I actually get my shred folder empty. Uh, but there's definitely things that I file away that I, I really don't actually need. So I'm gonna be going ahead and taking a second look around next time I need to get in and file some things away. But also your girl still loves herself some awesome supplies. So I need to, I, I should reevaluate that situation. I said I'm fine with it, but a toaster box is still kind of big. It doesn't matter. Anyways, so like I had mentioned though, you can read the Fly Lady's complete article on paper clutter at flylady.net. And again, I'll be sure to stick that into the show notes. Um, I hope I was able to share some good information with you today. I feel a little weird thinking about like doing clean alongs while I'm in someone else's space. So I feel like those might just kind of be on hold indefinitely. Um, but I really want to get onto a more regular schedule again, even if that means less editing on my episodes, because your girl really likes the word um and an awkward silence that carries on for a little too long. So anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye.